Mm, hello. Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Mike. I usually don't get to do that part. I usually don't get to do the mm, hello. I usually uh, do the, the second part, but as you might be able to hear or tell, is there, a, is there a buzz going on? Can I change that? No, that didn't change the buzz. Wow. Nick is not here tonight. It is just Garrett. I am riding solo. Gonna Francesa this. Gonna go my own way. You can go your own way. Go your own way. For you guys listening live, thank you for sticking through that as I repeated that because I had forgot to start the recording. Wow. Big night tonight. Just me, flying solo. Nick's sick. He's out. Best wishes to him. But the show must go on. By that... I mean, I must talk about something for an entire hour. So who knows, uh, who knows what we're going to get to. I'm going to get to sending out some, uh, some tweets to, to put the word out, to call in if you uh, have anything. The government shutdown won't affect tax refunds. Oh, that's cool. My app told me. I have an app. It told me uh, it won't affect tax refunds. That's nice. Log in to that one on Twitter. Um, I almost read out the password to the two guys one mic Twitter account. That would not have been good. Ooh. Ooh. This, uh, this, I haven't put this Twitter into night mode yet. It's in day mode. Um, yikes. Okay. Tune in now to bit.do slash WJMF to join Garrett on the, on his... Solo ride through this hour of radio. Talking best all-time episodes of The Office. Call in at 401-232-6150 to add your take and give your best and give your thoughts on the matter. Great show coming. I, I, I don't know why I'm promising that. That's a lot to promise. We'll go adequate show. Adequate show guaranteed. Oh, I spelled adequate wrong. Nope, I didn't. Adequate show guaranteed. Tune in now to join bit.do slash WJMF to join Garrett on a solo ride through this hour of radio talking best all-time episodes of The Office. Call in 401-232-6150 to add your take and give your thoughts on the matter. Adequate show guaranteed. Boom. Sent. That's, that's, a, that's a good tweet right there. That's, a, that's an A-plus tweet. A-plus tweet. Wow, everybody, thank you for joining me tonight. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a wild ride. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have some laughs. There might be some tears. Who knows? Uh, there'll definitely be some tears. There's some sad, sad things to talk about on the office. But here we go. We're um, for this hour. We are just running down top all-time episodes of the office. This is something I've wanted to do for a while, and I literally bring it up to Nick all the time, and uh, and we never do it. Hmm. Take this, Nick. Took over control of the show, doing what I want, when I want it, and I want it now. J.G. Wentworth, 877, Garrett's Office episode segment now, called J.G. Wentworth, 
877 Garrett's Episodes of the Office segment now. Let's start off at the top. This has got to be a lot of people's favorite. We're talking dinner party, people. That's right. Dinner party on the office. I believe season four. Um, let's get an episode number. Let's get an episode number for you. Season four, episode 13. Smack dab in the middle of season four. Season four, many consider to be the greatest all-time season of The Office. I, I think... Uh, or do they consider it to be season three? And I think it's season four. You know what? It is because, you know, season four... Season four starts off with the three episodes that are all each like their own hour. They're double episodes. I think that pound for pound, that's the best hour, best three hours of television you could find anywhere. Season four, my personal favorite season of The Office. Many consider it to be a great episode of The Office. I think it's the best. Some will say three. To that, I will say no. But, you know, that's why we have these radio shows. That's why we talk about these things. We, we convene and uh, communicate about what we're doing. By the way, we're talking... On WJMF Radio, 88.7 HD2, Smithfield, Providence, or bit.do slash WJMFradio.com. You can call in at 401-232-6150. Give your thoughts. My thoughts are that dinner party, hands down, run away, best episode of The Office. Why? couple things. You don't focus on the characters that can... Sometimes overstay their welcome. Yep, yep, I said it. Looking at you. Looking at you. Looking at you, Phyllis. I don't need an episode full of Phyllis. That's not what I go to the office for. I don't go to the office to learn more about Phyllis and Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration, no. I go there for hijinks and hilarity. I go there for, I go for, there for Michael and Dwight. I go for there for. We're back after that call from Amy. Thanks for uh, interrupting the recording. No big deal. No big deal. It's not like I do this radio show every every single Monday from six to seven. I am in here doing this radio show. Don't know why that would have changed today. Guess it might have. I mean, Nick's not here. But every day from, every Monday that is, from 6 to 7, I will be here. That is a two guys, one mic guarantee. All right, we're back in. We're back in, talking the office. We're talking dinner party. I say it's the best all-time episode. I was saying it focuses on the characters you like. And ignores the characters that can get annoying if they overstay their welcome. Talking Phyllis, no Phyllis in this. Actually, I won't say no. Little little Phyllis in this episode. Little Stanley. Because you know how this episode opens? It opens with the greatest cold open in show history. The greatest cold open in show history. And it's not even close. When the cold open of an episode of The Office... Uh, dinner party, office, cold, open. Usually there's two of us, so Nick can start saying this and then I can look it up to play it. When an episode of The Office has the cold open that 
rolls right into the episode and it's actually related. I think that's a much better, stronger cold open. I think it gives clarity on where the episode is going. I think it adds substance to the episode. So it's not just like, oh, yeah, funny joke, haha. No, it's like, oh, that was funny. We're going to play a little bit of that cold open right now. Plans tonight? Nope, you don't. Remember when you told us not to make plans? Because we're working. Yes, I remember. Mm, this is BS. This is BS. Why are we here? I am gonna call corporate. Enough is enough. I'm Scott. I'm so mad. This is Michael Scott. Skipping ahead. They're a little over. And uh, basically, I told them where they could stick their little overtime assignment. Go enjoy your Friday. Thank you, Michael. All right. That's it. There's a little more. Hold on. Oh, the mic's messed up now. Hold on. Sorry if that made... Ah. Sorry if that made a noise. Okay, we're back. There's more where Dwight asks about if he can come. Michael says he can't. And that actually comes back into the episode later. Which is awesome. It comes back. Michael tells the office they have to work this overtime assignment, so they all clear their schedules. Michael then knows that all their schedules are cleared. Michael cancels this made-up overtime assignment so that he has to trap Jim, Pam, Andy, and Angela into all coming over to his dinner party, which is so... It is so funny. It's one of my favorite gags on anywhere from the office. It's just so good. Because it's un, you don't know that you don't know that's happening when, you know, a lot of times it'll be like, oh, Michael's doing parkour, somebody's gonna hurt themselves. Oh, um, Kev- Kevin's famous chili is pretty good. Oh man, that's a cold open. Oh, that might be a better cold open. For the argument's sake, we're gonna stick with the dinner party. But man, Kevin's famous chili. But see, I don't know what episode that leads into. So I can't I can't just go watch it. But the fact that Michael makes up an entire overtime assignment for his entire staff to stay and work late just so he can trap Jim and Pam into coming over for dinner on what is presumed to be probably a work night, maybe a Friday. It's hilarious. It's all time messing around. He pulled one over. He hoodwinked him. And it's amazing. That's just, that's just the cold open, folks. Folks, cold open... Hey, oh, that was it. That starts the episode. It sets such a great tone because we know Jim and Pam don't want to go to dinner with Michael. We know Andy really wants to go to dinner with Michael. We know Angela would rather do anything than spend more time with Andy. I think she's very much embroiled in, uh, in her affair with Dwight at this point. But somehow they're all going to end up together. And that's where the magic is. Now, a lot of people will say, 
that because this episode does not take place primarily in the office, how can it possibly be the best episode of the office? To that I say, nerds! Nerds! There's no way that the best episode of the office has to take place inside of the office. I'll, I'll side note, I'm getting to shout more, which is kind of fun for me because Nick gets mad at me when I shout. Sorry, Nick. But we, ooh, that's my hands rubbing together. But we shouting tonight because I, I like it. Nerds to that. The best episode of The Office could be any episode of The Office because The Office is not a place. It is a feeling. And it is when the family of The Office is together. That is The Office. Wherever that is. It could be the Chili's in, tra- in, uh, in that episode where Michael goes to Chili's. It could be... Wait, there's a couple episodes where they go to Chili's. It's wherever The Office gets together. And they, that's, that's the office. They don't have to be in an office. They're, they are the office. The rest of the episode goes on. The, Jim, and, uh, Jim and Pam show up. Sneak, uh, sneaky great performance by Melora Hardin in this episode. Right, that's her name, Melora Hardin. Call in if I'm wrong. Um, Ma- Melora Hardin. Don't forget, you can call in at 401-232-6150 to give uh, your thoughts on best episodes of The Office. Yeah, Melora Hardin. Amazing performance by Melora Hardin this episode. I would say maybe the only time, maybe the only time that Steve Carell could be matched in his insanity is by Jan in this episode. She is, she is on fire from the very first moment. First thing, Pam gives her the bottle of wine. As you know, hey, thanks for inviting us over to dinner. Here's a bottle of wine. She goes, she drops the, oh, this will be great to cook with. That is so funny. Just right away, bam, Pam, you don't matter. Hilarious. I'm not one for Pam's slander, but man, that was funny. Just right in her face. Oh, I can cook with this? Bam. Then it gets awkward right away with the babe talk. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. They want to go, uh, they want to give Jim and Pam the tour. Hey, babe, you want to start upstairs, babe? I don't care, babe. Whatever you want, babe. All-time cringeworthiness. Cringeworthy that can't be matched by an episode I'll talk about a little later. But almost as cringeworthy as the office can get is is the relationship between Jan and Michael in this episode. They go on the tour. They, uh, what do they see? They see? They see Jan's office and Jan's workspace. Hilarious. She can't create in the same place she does business. Why, why could she? she? She never does the business, though. She doesn't sell any candles. What is it? Serenity by Jan? Serenity by Jan, I think, is her candle name. Garbage. That's garbage. It's so funny. Was she has uh they go to the workspace, she has Jim smell a candle. What's the fire? And uh Michael does the James Bonfire. Bonfire, James Bonfire. Hilarious because 
What does Jan do when Michael does this gag that she clearly can't stand? She just sniffs her candle deeper. I can't believe I know this episode. I can't believe I know this episode that well. That's not that great. That might be an indictment on me. Oh, I don't know what that noise was at all. Amazing episode. They do the tour. They go, they go into the bedroom. Jan says, sorry about the paint. We're like, sorry about the walls. We're repainting. They were asylum white and I'm making them eggshell white. Michael points out my thoughts exactly. Aren't the whites all the same white? The, we were introduced to um, the screen door, the sliding, the sliding glass door being broken. That'll come into play big time later. After this, I think uh, Angela and Andy arrive. Just the best possible addition to this situation is having Angela and Andy walk in. I think Andy does something weird. I, oh, he goes up to Pam. He's like, hey, Pam, we having tuna for dinner? Bet you have tuna every night. Bet you're sick of tuna. Ha, ha, ha. I'm funny. No, you're not. Andy, <laughs> you're just, we're laughing at you, not with you. And then I think they go on a whole tour again. I think at this point, Jan reveals that the Asabuku just needs to braise for a couple hours. That means they're not eating dinner for another couple hours. Pam has a great line. I know it's a lot to ask to have dinner at a dinner party. Hilarious line. They move on. Um, they play charades. Oh, what an ep- what a game of charades. Probably maybe the best game of charades of all time that's been played on screen. Silver, silver or television. The movies or television. Maybe the greatest episode of charade, the greatest game of charades played. Michael um Andy Andy's going and he he has Joe Montana, a uh, a uh, famous quarterback in the NFL. But he doesn't know who it is, so he has to act it out in a huge roundabout way. Pam gets it right away. She's like, why are you just saying 49ers quarterback? Sorry, I shouldn't have yawned through talking. Pam gets it right away. She says, why do you say 49ers quarterback? Michael gets up. He does this annoying <laughs> clapping. Pam drives Jan right up the wall. Hilarious interaction. They do the babe thing again and bring Jim into it, and Michael's like – Jan says, you know, you're annoying our guests. Michael's saying, no, I was looking at Jim and he was loving it. Jan says, no, I was looking at Jim. He was hating it. Jim just wants to shrivel up into a ball and leave. Hilarious. Jim does try to leave. We'll get to that. Michael does the charades. He, it's, uh, oh, it's Tom Cruise. And he tries to rhyme. And so he's like, he's going on a, or he tries to do something. He's like, he's going on a cruise, a Caribbean cruise. And Jim, hilarious, hilarious, hilarious move from Jim. He just starts guessing anyone associated with Tom Cruise in any way. Katie Holmes, hilarious guess. Just sends Michael up the wall, asks if anybody reads the paper, which for when this episode came out, I think like in 2014. Oh, I'm sorry. That was, I don't know why I thought that. I had, I had seen the four earlier, 2008. I, I still don't think people read the paper in 2008. Hilarious. 
I think now Jan decides to put on the best part of this single episode. The, it is something for the best part of the best episode of The Office to be to involve two, one minor character and one extremely minor character. In fact, we probably only see him. Excuse me. We probably only see him actually just a couple times with Jan and Hunter. Hunter, her ex-assistant turned musician with the song, you know, you took me by the hand, made me a man that one night. You made everything all right. Jan just grooving, just, you know, loving it, dealing herself over by the, uh, by the CD player. God, that's so funny. Then Pam, Angela, Jan go into the, go into the kitchen and Jan confronts Pam because she thinks that Pam used to date Michael and still loves Michael. Hilarious, all-time, all-time cringe from Pam. She can't believe. I guess Michael might have told Jan that that's what, what had happened, which is hilarious. Angela, Angela thinks that Pam... Oh! Hi, Andre. Andre, sp- Andre spooked me at the window. We're talking the office, Andre. Bye, Andre. Oh, gee willikers. Might have to cut that out. That wasn't too, uh, that wasn't too good of a look for me. Angela says, tells Pam that she's holding facts. This is hilarious. Michael tries to get Jim and Andy to invest in Serenity by Jan. Jim is like, are you seriously doing this right now? Andy is all the way in. He has no second doubts. He's like, you know what? I... I'm in. Hilarious that Andy would fall for that so easily. I think around this time, Dwight shows up with his old babysitter. Hilarious. He brings beet salad that he knows Angela loves, but she says she doesn't. Hilarious. And we finally get to sit down for dinner where everything just... Everything comes to a head. Everything. The whole episode's been building to this. You start with Jim wanting to email Dwight's babysitter. She asks what email is. Hilarious. I think Dwight says the relationship is purely carnal. Hilarious. And then Michael. Michael dips his steak or the asabuku. I don't know what asabuku is. He dips his meat into his red wine (laughs) on the fork and then takes a bite out of it, which is, which is disgusting by any measure of the imagination. Just disgusting. And Jan goes, she like confronts him. She's like, you know, that's disgusting. Why would you do that? Michael, extremely offended, extremely offended. You know I have soft teeth, he says. You know I have soft teeth, Jan. You know I have soft teeth, Jan. Why, why, would, you, why would you say that? You know I have soft teeth. And she just very flip. Hmm. Must have forgotten. Hmm. Hmm. At this point, Michael gets up, walks over to the closet, pulls out 
the neon beer girl sign. Hilarious. This is this this thing sticks with us from the beginning of the show all the way to the all the way to Michael's end of the show. Hmm. I would actually love to see if it's in Kevin's bar at the end of the show. Spoiler alert. Kevin buys a bar at the end of the show. There are people out there. Hi. Oh, it's Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Hilarious. He pulls it out. Jan gets up. She's like, hey, can we put that away? He's like, no, we're not going to put it away. I think there might be some more exchange. But there's a great, there's just a great, there's a great sequence between Michael and Jan. Michael, Jan. It's just amazing. Let me see if I can find it. It's... But took me by the hand. Oh, I'm, I skipped over it, but Jim tries to fake a flood. Um, Jim tries to fake a flood in his apartment to get out. Michael and Jan throw Dundee. It's just an all-time, an all-time fight. That's not it. Nope. Wow. I don't know why I can't find it. It's it's maybe one of the best episodes from one of the most clippable segments. Michael. Jan, Jan yells at Michael for not getting uh, people to uh, invest. Michael says he didn't want to make his rich friends and um, give him money. She says it would be an investment. He goes, uh, she goes something like, I'll burn a candle. He goes, oh, I'll be your first customer. She goes, you're hardly my first. Michael hits her with an all-time, that's what she said, amazing moment. When he does that, uh, Jan gets up, goes over to his dundies on his on his table his makeshift table that he made he thinks it's pine she just chucks chucks the dundee at this little like 14 inch tv that michael earlier in the episode was so in love with i've watched clips of bloopers of this so many times folds right into the wall it's just so funny michael and this michael and this tv cracking up at everyone was just cracking up at this tv folding into the wall it's 14 inches and it's on like a two foot not even it's on like a one foot foldable mount and he just is so excited and she just chucks the dundee right at it and uh that's when pretty close to when the the police the police arrive dwight storms out 
And he goes, officers, there's a problem there. And they go, not now, Dwight. And they, you know, ask Michael if he has somewhere else to stay because the neighbors heard screaming. And he goes, yeah, I'll stay. My, Dwight goes, yeah, he'll stay with me. And then he, Michael looks to Jim and Pam. And Jim goes, sorry, my apartment's on fire. And Pam reminds him that he made the lie about his apartment being flooded. Hilarious callback. Hilarious callback. And then the episode ends with just an amazing montage of the three couples being Andy and Angela, Jim and Pam, and Michael and Dwight, with Jan sitting at home alone, taping up the Dundee, gluing the Dundee. Pam stole the CD that Jan's assistant made. Hilarious. It plays throughout this whole scene. They're getting, like, hot dogs or something. Michael and Dwight are just driving, and Michael has his head out the window like a dog. Hilarious. And Andy and Angela are getting ice cream. And Andy steals a lick. Very cute. Steals a lick from Angela's ice cream cone, and then Angela just shoves the ice cream cone into the side of the door. It. It is... There is not a single down moment of this entire episode. And that's the other thing. Phyllis and Stanley, they get lines in the cold open. They get lines. They're there. They're part of it. They're part of the greatest episode of The Office ever. The greatest episode of The Office is Dinner Party, season four, episode 13, and it's not even close. It's not even close. Well, I talked about Dinner Party for for a half hour. So let's move into some of my other favorite episodes. Dinner Party, Far and Away. It's on its own, it's on its own level, Dinner Party. And I know some will say they would like it to take place in the office. I say the office is wherever the people who are in the office are. Let's, uh, let's buzz through. I'll pick out best episodes from each season. Season one only has six episodes, famously. Um, in that, though, it has one of the maybe all-time top episodes in diversity day diversity day hilarious episode larry wilmore i believe an early writer or producer for the show was um he guest starred as mr brown leading the diversity day training that michael had caused to have to happen because he was doing a chris rock routine hilarious all-time great episode it almost feels like a double episode because there's a whole the whole part with larry wilmore happens and then michael does diversity uh tomorrow because today is almost over hilarious he signs the form daffy duck all time we get the we get the headbands game of people being different ethnicities could never happen today could never happen on tv today it happened though and it was glorious fun fact about the uh first season of the office it was filmed in a different order than when it aired it was actually filmed Pilot Diversity Day, Hot Girl, which was the last episode, then The Alliance, which was the fourth episode and the fourth air- aired, then Basketball, which was the fifth and the fifth, and then Healthcare, which aired third but was actually made sixth. Very just, you know, interesting tidbit. Season two, we've got some really great episodes. The Dundies Contender. I'm not a fan of The Office Olympics. Don't really like that episode. I think... Um, I don't know what it is. I don't really like the, the condo storyline. Um, the fight all-time episode. 
Michael and Michael says that Dwight can't beat him up. Dwight says that uh, somebody, I don't know if it's Michael or Dwight, somebody says the line of, oh, I know a bunch of 12-year-old girls who can tell you different. And Jim goes, you know a bunch of 12-year-old girls. <laughs> Great. Um, anything else in season two? Drug testing, great episode. In Casino Night, another great episode of everyone coming together and everybody losing it completely. But I definitely, I definitely give this one to, to the Dundies. The Dundies is an all-time episode. Direct, uh, written by Mindy Kaling, no wonder. She's, she's an amazingly talented writer. She, BJ Novak, do a lot of these great episodes. Who wrote Diversity Day? BJ Novak wrote Diversity Day. It's just hilarious. <clears throat> Going to Chili's, hilarious. All-time line, I feel God in this Chili's. All-time line. Pam may be at her best in the entire series, and it's just the seventh episode. All, all-time episode. Moving on to season three. Some good episodes. Season three, famous. Um, Mark the move of main character Jim Halpert from the Scranton branch to the Stanford branch because he had professed his love for Pam at the casino night. Just... Uh, just the last episode of the second season. So he's not he's not with the main office anymore. It's sad. It, do, it definitely takes something away from the show, but it adds so much more in the long run. With the addition of a few characters, uh, we meet the whole Stanford crew. We've got, you know, Fat Tony Gardner. Uh, Fat Tony. We've got um, the woman who has a baby. Michael goes, hey, Jan, blah, 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 brought in her baby today. We've got Rashida Jones' character of Karen, Karen, Karen Filippelli. We've got Andy Bernard. We've got Josh, whatever his name is, the traitor. That'll play big into the, the uh, middle of this season when the offices get absorbed. So this, ep- this season definitely has, like, two distinct feels. And I would say that nothing really when Jim's not in the office is top-notch. We've got witch hunt, convention, coop, or coup, sorry. Grief counseling, initiation, Diwali. And then branch closing is when we find out that Jim's going to be coming back. I'd say none of those episodes are top-notch. Branch closing's pretty good. Has Michael and Dwight staking out David Wallace's house. That's pretty funny. Um... The merger episode where Michael tries to merge the branches successfully and everyone just everyone quits. Very good. Convict, very good episode. Guy from Stanford, ex-con for white collar crimes. I believe he was doing insider trading. Hilarious. <sighs> Excuse me. Benny Hanna Christmas is a double episode? I did not know that. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, The Convict was written by Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, who who were the office, the original office from the UK. That's interesting. Other episodes in season, season three... Maybe I don't... Yeah, see, ah, season three, people, it's not, it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's not top-notch. I mean, it's great. 
Phyllis's wedding, great. Business school, great. Cocktails. Cocktails? Cocktails was written by J.J. Abrams? No, it was directed. Sorry. It was... And Business School was directed by Joss, Joss Whedon? That's wild. That's something I didn't expect. Product Recall. Excellent episode. Excellent episode. I, uh, but I have to give the top episode in this season... I really like the merger, but Beach Games is so good. Another episode that takes place out of the office, but it's, it's all time. Greg Daniels, show creator, uh, writing with Jennifer Saleta. All-time episode. Michael takes the gang. Michael takes the office to the beach, but he leaves Toby behind. They have to compete in different challenges because he's trying to see who will be his replacement when he goes to, um, goes to interview for the corporate job, which he doesn't know yet, but it, will be Jan- it is actually Jan's job. Jan's being fired. Just a hilarious episode. Moving on, um, moving on to season four. A couple changes in this episode, in this season. Karen, she's out. She's gone. She'll be back, though, but, uh, you know, it really, it really stunk to have Karen around because all you want is Jim and Pam together, but uh, she was standing in the way. But at the end of the job, as we all know, that famous, you know, Jim comes in with his dumb little haircut. He's like, hey, Pam, you got plans tonight? Okay, then it's a date. And then Pam starts to cry. That's, oh, melt your heart, kids. Melt your heart. So Karen's gone. Ryan is now in corporate. He has Jan's old job, which I think sets up these first four episodes that are all double episodes. Fun Run, Dunder Mifflinfinity, Launch Party, and Money. All double episodes. All top notch. I, I don't think... I'm going to look. I don't think there's a better four episode stretch than Fun Run, Dunder Mifflin Infinity launch party and money all back to back shout out to greg daniels and michael Schur, who are the show creators uh, i think that's that's their official title co-created yeah <clears throat> they're so good it's so good everything with michael the fun run michael scott annual blah 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 fun run race for the cure pro am 5k amazing he makes the check out to science. Amazing. Dunder Mifflin Infinity. Ryan. We really get to see Ryan in all of his glory for the first time. Hilarious. He's horrible as a boss. He's just the worst. Launch party. More Ryan. <laughs> they think, Michael thinks that he's going to the launch party in New York, but the address is www. And it's actually just a web address. Hilarious. The password is password. Hilarious. Uh, excuse me. And money. Another episode centered almost entirely around um, Michael and Jan. Michael's out. <clears throat> Michael's out of money. Hilarious. Dinner party is in this season, episode thirteen. Directed by Paul Feig. Interesting. Paul Feig, director of. Um, a really good movie that I know and a really bad movie that I know. He directed. The really bad movie was Ghostbusters 2016. It was just a... There was just not... It was just not funny. Everything seemed ad-libbed and nothing planned and it just didn't flow. Really good movie. Maybe one of my top movies from 2018, though. A Simple Favor. Amazing movie by Paul Feig. Did I Stutter is in this season. It's an amazing episode. 
just top-notch. And the season ends with Goodbye Toby, which is um, another double episode. I wouldn't say it's the best. Not in love with the Holly character. Not in love with Holly, like Michael is. Michael is in love with Holly. But it's a fairly good episode. Season 5, another near top-notch episode. Top-notch season. Michael is really having it out with corporate in this season, which is something, it's just so funny that the show that's, you know, a documentary of this, this office goes into. It's so funny. (sighs) Excuse me. Paul Feig back to direct the season opener of Weight Loss. I actually really dislike Weight Loss. Don't think it's a great episode. Kind of annoying. We don't think it needed to be a double episode. Um, I believe that's where Jim and Pam get engaged, though. So that's really sweet. That's great. Um, a couple episodes into this season, Michael and Holly let the office get robbed, so they have to host Crime Aid. Hilarious episode. And that leads into Holly getting transferred back to Nashua, which is another hilarious episode. Because Michael's just heartbroken and they're in the car and in the truck with Daryl and they're just singing they're just singing the Rascal Flats song over and over and over again. So funny. So funny. Frame Toby, Surplus. The Surplus is a pretty good episode. The Surplus is the type of episode that if you want everyone contained inside the office to be the best episode of the office, this is a contender. This is easily a contender. Because everyone's there, they're arguing over one thing, and it's just, it's just so funny from start to finish. You've got Lecture Circuit, very funny. Michael and Pam go out on their own. And then you've got the introduction of Idris Elba in New Boss as one, maybe one of the best, um, best you know, stunt casting as a, as a guest star, as, what's his name? Oh, G. Willikers. What's his name? Charles Minor. Charles Minor. Hilarious. Love Idris Elba in this role. Think he's so funny. He's he's. Now that I've seen him in it, I couldn't imagine anyone else doing it. It was so funny. And this chain of events leads to Michael starting his own paper company, the Michael Scott Paper Company. Hilarious. Hilarious sequence. That you know what. If there's going to be a four-episode stretch that challenges the, the first four episodes of season four for the title, it's going to be it's going to be two weeks, Dream Team, Michael Scott, Paper Company, heavy competition. Four, it'll be four out of the six of New Boss, two weeks, Dream Team, Michael Scott, Paper Company, heavy competition, and broke. Those episodes are all so funny. So funny. Michael gets brought back in Casual Friday. Hilarious. There's not enough people, so he, he gives Pam the sales job. Pam's horrible at sales. That'll, that'll be hilarious to watch going forward. But I'd probably give top episode. Oh, I thought I swallowed that yawn. I thought I swallowed that yawn, but I came back up. I'll probably give the best episode in this season to Michael Scott Paper Company. 
it's so funny once they get rolling they actually start causing being a thorn in the side of dunder mifflin it's so funny to um see dwight be torn between michael and charles it's so funny to see jim be be torn between dunder mifflin and pam it's hilarious season six Season six, I hate to say it, it's when the office starts to starts to lose it. They're losing it here. They're losing it here, folks. They're losing it. They lose something. They make Jim be um co manager. The seeds of maybe Steve Carell leaving the office one day start popping up. It's just Jim Jim as the co-manager doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's not great. They fixed it. Good on good on them. Good on them for realizing that they had a mistake and they fixed it. But hey, you made the mistake still. You got gossip. Stanley's having an affair. Hilarious. The meeting. Can't really place that one. There's a lot of meetings in the office. I don't know. The promotion that Jim gets promoted, Niagara, written by Greg Daniels, Mindy Kaling, Jim and Pam's double episode wedding, pretty funny. A lot of things in that episode. My favorite interaction in that episode between Michael and Dwight. Michael wants uh, Dwight to let him share his room at the at the hotel. Dwight says no. Michael says, come on, I would let you share my room. Dwight pulls a prank classic little mess around says hey <laughs> my reservation's messed up this is actually for an m scott michael goes oh thank god it's mine and dwight goes well now that it's yours can i stay in your room because i don't have a room michael goes you know what sorry you can't dwight snatches the reservation back out of his hand tells him ha i knew you were a liar jokes on you it was mine the whole time hilarious episode there's a dip in the next couple episodes mafia and the lover um, ma- well, more just mafia, I guess. I'm not a big fan of mafia. Jim and Pam are on their honeymoon. Lover, hilarious. Michael's dating Pam's mom from after the wedding. Hilarious. Koi Pond. All Koi Pond is an all time episode. Koi Pond might be the best episode in this. Oh no, I know what it is. Oh yikes. Koi Pond, very funny. Michael falls into a koi pond. Jim turns out actually like, let him fall. Stood away from him. There's an extended cut of Jim getting Michael out of that koi pond on YouTube. Hilarious. Look it up. It goes on for over a minute. It's so funny. Murder. Great episode. There's been a murder in Savannah. Just a hilarious episode. They get bought or... Wait. No, that can't be it. Is that it? I think... This episode was the first being the season-long Dunder Mifflin going out of business. Saber in the same name. Plot. Jim in the game. The game gets interesting. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, I'm right. I'm a genius. But the best episode in this season, this is a long season. This is 26 episodes with, with what looks to be a double episode, two double episode, three double episode, four double episodes, maybe? No, just two double episodes, sorry. All-time 
episode, it's Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots is the most cringeworthy 22 minutes of TV you could find anywhere. Written by BJ Novak. No wonder. What a, what a guy. Scott's Tots aired on December 3rd, 2009 to 8.1 million viewers in the U.S. Just an all-time episode. Michael promises, like 15 years ago, Michael promised college tuition to a bunch of kindergartners if they just graduated high school. He thought he would be a billionaire by then. He's, he's not, so he has to go tell him that he doesn't have their college tuition. They're all expecting it. He gives them lithium-ion batteries. Oh, it's, it's so funny. Season six, though, not great. Saber, Saber is not great for the storyline. But right on them, they made, uh, they made Jim a salesman again. Right on them. Season seven, we see the departure of um, we see the departure of Michael Scott, transition into D'Angelo Vickers, transition into um, looking for a new boss. So Holly's back. They, she and Michael fall in love again. That's some awkward episodes at the beginning, trying to get Holly to back in love with Michael. It's pretty, pretty uncomfortable. Classy Christmas, Seminar, Search, PDA, Threat Level, Threat Level Midnight is a great episode. You know what? We got a caller. Let's see what's going on with, uh, with this caller. Hey, caller, you're on the air. What you got? Oh, man, are you guys still talking about Office episodes? You know we're still talking about the Office episodes. Well, folks, if you're uh, if you're just tuning in, you're what a treat. We've got we've got the the friend of the show, the Hawk, calling in. Let's talk about it. Threat Level Midnight. I was just about to name Threat Level Midnight as the best uh, best episode in this season. Talk 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 your talk. So, so it was on Comedy Central last week, and it just brought these great memories. I think you can look at the the song, the Starred, about three fourths of the way through. And, uh, <laughs> It's just an amazing musical performance. It was was probably nominated for a Grammy. It it should have been. At least not a Tony. Him doing the Scarn is all time. The lyrics are are great. You have, uh, what's his face, David Kochner in the background making a a solid cameo. It just has everything you could want. A bad Ed Helms accent. It has has a horrible... It has a horrible Ed Helms accent. <laughs> uh, what you guys do? Got to get the game back on TV. <laughs> it's, it's just it's, it's amazing, and, and for that to be the turning point of the actual movie, I think is just outstanding as well. It feels like a true musical number. It it was a true musical number. Everyone in that, everyone who's called back in that episode, they go back. I think they talk to Jan. They talk. They talk to Karen. Out of all people? Yep, yep, both of them. Karen stinks. Stinks loud. There, there, was, there was a cool thing we noticed last week while watching was uh, one of Dwight's friends is actually uh, John Krasinski's henchman. He's a little dude with the, with the gun. That It was a nice little throwback. <laughs> Real? Oh, like one of his little farm boys? Yeah, yeah. It's uh. like my job or whatever, for sure. 
What, what an episode. All-time episode. All-time episode. Wow. Caller, thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it's a, it. It's a pleasure to have you. Hear from you soon. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Great call. Great call from the Hawk. Great to, great to hear his voice. Threat Level Midnight. I think the best episode in this season. Really close. Michael's Last Dundies. Very funny. Because it's got the musical number of them uh, seizing the, seeing the parody of Seasons of Love. That is, that is very close. But I think Threat Level Midnight takes it. Let's move on to Season 8, our first full season without, uh, without Steve Carell. Um, James Spader. James Spader is Robert California. People like to hate on James Spader. I love James Spader. James Spader is hilarious in The Office. Everything he does is hilarious. Everything he does is scary. Let's go through and let's see what the best episode is. We got a couple minutes. Let's go through. We got the list. Hilarious James Spader episode. That, that's pretty good. He separates the office into winners and losers. Andy is the manager in this season, though. I just wanted to be clear. You know, Robert California, I think he buys Dunder Mifflin. The Incentive, good episode. The Lotto, bad episode. Garden Party, good episode. Spooked, good episode. Doomsday. Doomsday is such an underrated episode. You never hear anybody talk about Doomsday. Dwight sets down a Doomsday clock. Hilarious. If the office keeps messing up. Pam's replacement. That, that's a very uncomfortable episode. <laughs> Gettysburg, weird episode. Trivia, great episode. Scrolling through. Oh, the whole Florida storyline, not a big fan. Not a big fan of the Florida storyline. I don't know. None of these episodes are jumping out to me as top episodes. I guess... I guess I could give it to Tallahassee. They go down to Tallahassee. Dwight does with uh, some, some teams to, to see what's going on. With uh, the store, I'd, I, that could be it, but you know what? Not a great season. Season 9, last season, we're wrapping up here at WJMF Radio, 88.7 HG2, Smithfield, Providence, or on bit.do slash WJMF Radio. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's episode of One Guy, One Mike. Nick has been out sick. You've been riding with me, Garrett, all night long. We're just going. We're talking the office. It's been a great time. Let's go. Let's finish off strong. Season 9, a lot of weird things are happening. I am. I hate anything that has to do with Jim and Pam's marriage coming to an end. It's horrible. The sneaking behind Pam's back about the company, horrible. The the boom operator, horrible. Ugh, it's just. It's just horrible. Andy, Andy is horrible in this season of The Office. Andy is garbage. He is so annoying in this season of The Office. But let's go through it. New guys, we got the introduction of uh, Clark and Plop. Hilarious. Pretty good. Pretty good characters. Roy's Wedding. <laughs> that's, the start. that's the start of it. You know, you see it some in the first episode of Jim. Like, actually, he's doing athlete behind Pam's back. Roy's Wedding. You see the th- things start to come unraveled. Work bus, pretty good. Um, I don't know. The Farm. The Farm is an interesting episode in this season because The Farm was actually a test market episode to see if Dwight could anchor his own show called The Farm, which, is, which would have been just like The Office, but focusing on 
his farm as the setting. Uh, it, it clearly didn't do well. It, it aired only to 3.5 million viewers. Of course, this whole season only aired to uh, just over or under 4 million, which is garbage compared to the 9 million it was hitting in its peak. I think season 5. Yeah, season 5 here. We're hitting 9.3 on employee transfer. 8.7, 8.6, 7.9, 8.2. So it, it was high. But this, episode, this season, it's not great. Paper Airplane, Assistant Assistant Regional Manager, great episode. <sighs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to give it to uh, I'm going to give it to the finale. The finale is pretty. It's a pretty strong. It's a pretty strong finale. You wrap up all the storylines. Michael comes back. It's a great time. Hey, is anybody from the Monday Night Wrap Up out there? Come on in. We'll see if the Monday Night Wrap Up guys have any thoughts on the office. Why? Why finish? But thank you. Thank you for riding with me tonight. We've had a great episode talking about the office. Oh, Papa Squad, DJ Pops. What's going on, dude? What's up? We got DJ Nick Paparazzo in the building. Is that the one that works or the one that doesn't work? Uh, it seems like it's kind of working, or that's yours. That Try. might be yours. Okay. You can, uh, Nick Paparazzo, uh, we'll wrap up real quick. All right, all good, right. Good to have you. Good to be here. I always <laughs> love coming on One Guy, One Mic. There you go. One Guy, One Mic is what we're calling we just, it tonight. We replaced one Nick with another Nick. There you go. I, I, I could never replace Tafusco. No, that nobody could. I just spent an hour talking about The Office, so uh, wow. talk about The Office. What's your favorite episode? Um, favorite episode? Oof. That might be, uh, uh, it's the dentist one, I can't think of the real name, but with Asian Jim. I think that was probably one of the greatest intro scenes that The that, Office had. That was a very good, I think, that's, is that Randall Park? Is that his I, name? I think so. It just, yeah. it, it, it played on the natural, um, uh, the shenanigans. The shenanigans and just that, that, that subtle belief that we, we like to all believe that, like, we don't see color or racism. <laughs> and, like, but at the end of the day, like, you do. And it's just part of, it's part of life. And, you know, it's just, it's a, it, it was a cool little dichotomy of, like, comedy as well as, like, a real life lesson, which is something that The Office does really well. That was very like funny. That. Some, was, um, some highlights I hit, I, my, my favorite episode dinner party i talked oh, about that for the great whole one. first half hour <laughs> i actually just um recap the whole thing i don't know if it's copyright it's not copyright because no, i wasn't it's, playing it's, it but i literally just said every single thing that happened in the episode because i've seen it so much um other great episodes we talked um we talked diversity day the second episode yep. of the entire series yep. great episode was, um something else. <laughs> we talked scott's tots Scott's great tots. episode that was that was yeah when he uh promised to pay for oh, all the uh, yeah yeah wow. Oh, uh, we had a caller call in. My friend, the hawk, the hawk, called in. Yep, the hawk. Wait, the hawk from the earlier show, on here? No. Okay. No. There, there, there is someone on here that's that. Oh, that's Nighthawk. Oh, have, we have, we have a show full of pseudonyms, and one of them is Nighthawk. Well, Nighthawk is trash compared to the hawk. <laughs> he talked about threat level midnight. The episode where oh, Michael just is his great. movie. Yep. I mean, there. It's so good. It. It's so good. I went through and tried to pick every episode. Ever, all my favorite episodes from you just each can't season. Do it because the, the 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 point you are in your life is what determines your favorite episode. I, I, would, <laughs> I, would, care, I would care to venture. <laughs> I love. Yeah. Discuss this. No, I love that. Yeah. Right. Like. 
I love it's, that. It's one of those It's all about where you are. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you care about more when Jim and Pam have kids if you have kids? I, I would assume so. I Probably. Because... That's, they, that's something I'll bring up at the dinner table when I talk to, like, you know, my, my brother and sister. Yeah. Having kids right now. Yeah, you uh, should ask them if they yeah. have an appreciation for the markedly worse episodes of The Office. Ooh. Yeah. It, I went. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's fair. It's I, fair. I, I, I but wait, to, hold on. Is it, is, it, is it worse because we don't care that they have kids? And, like, once they become I, parents, that's, we, that's, like, adult life. That's something we got to figure out. I'm not sure. I've um, never had a kid, so I, I couldn't tell. No. Them. You know, hand up. Haven't had a kid. Yeah, I got uh, I got to season eight. Wow. I don't know how familiar you are with The Office. Very familiar. I'm very familiar with episode by episode, but season. Yeah. It's it, it, it's like Seinfeld. I, I mean, granted, there's there's a more consecutive plot line, but it is kind of like Seinfeld. Yeah, like it SpongeBob, is. SpongeBob, where you can you can just jump in at any point. And, I like that your two go tos yeah. are Seinfeld and SpongeBob. You, like. you know, I was gonna go Big Mouth next because those are all shows. That <laughs> I love that Big Mouth. You can just you Ooh. can jump in at any point and have a general under as long yeah. as you know like the base of who the characters are, you can have a general yeah. understanding of the show. Things like BoJack Horseman are actually pretty serialized, which yeah. caught me off guard when I started watching. But, yeah, Big Nick and I have never talked Big Mouth because that's dangerous it's, territory is, to get into. dangerous territory. But, man, get, Big Mouth, great did show. You, did you watch the I Valentine's haven't. Day? Oh, you got to hop on that, dude. It is, I might save it for Valentine's Day. It's, uh... I don't know. If, I, don't I don't know, know if I can hold that. Oh, three days. I Amy, I'm going to get you something, I swear. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know, like... That's that's Amy time. I don't know if you can yeah. you can work Big Mouth into that. Yeah, but I got to like season eight. Okay. Michael's gone. This is Michael's oh, first is season this, gone. Is this when um... Andy's running the show? Oh, and okay, it's Andy. just it's just a trash season, man. Yeah. I couldn't come up with anything. That and was that was one of the few shows that I, I actually I hated Will Ferrell being on. Yeah, I think I think Will Ferrell. Anybody but Will Ferrell, like even a smaller name. I would have loved maybe like Ricky Gervais. Yeah, like the office. That, that would have been intriguing. But like Will Ferrell was so bad as D'Angelo Vickers, and it's not it, it's not the character of D'Angelo Vickers as much as it is that's not D'Angelo Vickers. That's just Will Ferrell being on yeah. the Office. Yeah, Will Will Ferrell is his own. He has such a a unique character to begin with that it's hard to throw him into a show like that. Yeah, like people are looking for the Will Ferrell character. They're looking for one of his more well known bits and it's just not it's not there exactly well dj pops thanks for coming in Anytime, last five minutes of the show monday it. is monday night wrap up coming on tonight uh i i was under that impression but i don't see anyone here so i'll uh i'll give i'll give big dj devin a shout out and uh yeah shout out you, devin I'll, you I'll, don't I'll show up to call. your own aren't you the what the PD? PD, what's that, program director? Program director. Yeah, direct, well, I mean, he, director program once in a while. He may have emailed himself saying that he couldn't make it today, so Sheesh. that's something I wouldn't know. That's, uh, that's some Enron level stuff we're is, dealing with there. That is. Well, I'll, I'll guess I'll put it on auto segue then. That sounds I've good, I've literally never done this. All right, if you need right. help, just give me a shout. Well, we'll hear the music. Thanks for tuning in to One Guy, One Mike tonight. Um, thoughts out with Nick. Sick, little sick boy. Uh, I hope you liked listening to me talk about... Yeah, feel better. I hope you liked listening to me talk about The Office for over an hour. Uh, we'll see you guys next Monday. Next Monday, President's Day. Holiday. Day, that holiday. can't stop us. No, sir. We're here. We are still live on air. We're here. All right. Uh, see you guys next week.